What's cracking, everybody? This is Ryan and Ryan from Anti. What's going here on? To, here to introduce you the first episode of the Anti Podcast. We have a very, very interesting and fun discussion between the four of us on a whole lot of red, uh, an eternal take, as, as well as um, some uh, some things that we're curious about from a fellow contemporary who uh, may or may not be out of his rocker, so to say. But anyways, like I said, this is a tremendous episode. I think you guys are going to enjoy it for sure. And to go along with that, we have plenty of new things coming up. And one of them is my boy over here, Ryan's got some album recommendations for you. And I think they're all fire. So uh, if you guys have been keeping up with the page and reading uh, recent reviews, you know that I gave the Jasmine Sullivan album a B-. I thought it was a really good album. Um, definitely an improvement from her old work. It's kind of more in the SZA, kind of Megan Thee Stallion, kind of like, you know, hot girl R&B type of thing where they're getting real specific about the situations that they're getting in. With this album, the songs like Pick Up Your Feelings and Put It Down um, are really great, really strong R&B tracks and kind of trap R&B tracks uh, with some skits in between provided by, you know, different women from different angles. Um, the album is called Hotels, actually. So each woman kind of has a different tale of like what it means to be like a quote unquote like a hoe. So one of them is like a woman who like sleeps her way to the top of the music industry. Another one is like an older woman who like, you know, um, has sex with her husband in order to get like a washing machine type of thing. So it's like, you know, married life is not so different from OnlyFans type of, sh- type of thing. <laughs> Pretty interesting album. Uh, I didn't expect to actually like it as much as I did. But my favorite track is Price Tags with Anderson Pack, where um, Jasmine is playing the role of kind of this woman who's asking for a shit ton of things, you know, take me out to dinner, do this, do this, or somebody else will. And Anderson pa- Anderson Pack is kind of like, damn, if I do all that, are you going to, you know, snitch on me to the police when they come around, or are you going to be loyal? Like, So it's a really interesting way to do an R&B album. Uh, next up after that is Viagra Boys. I gave that a C+. Kind of a weird <laughs> name for a band, uh, I would say. They're on the same label as Young Lean and Blade, who make really spaced out kind of cloud rap music, and their music is totally the complete opposite. They are Swedish too, but um, their music is totally opposite, very abrasive, very upfront. The lyrics are very crude and silly and stupid, just kind of like their name. And uh, songs like Ain't Nice is a really good one. That one uh, reminds me of like Trevor from GTA, if he was like in a toxic relationship, he's just like... I'm trying to bring all this stuff into the house, like, I want to move in, but, like, you know what I mean? If you look at me the wrong way, I'm going to snap. There's another song about a, a dog that's a secret agent that, like, <laughs> gives signals to him and all this stuff. It's a pretty weird, interesting album. has a lot of kind of party punk, type of post-punk stuff. Uh, if you're into the rapture, if you're into, you know, like, fun, more fun, kind of upbeat type of post-punk music, this is a good album for you. Uh, and then, what's up, man? Real quick. I wanted to give a, a little one of my own, uh, the, the dog out of Atlanta, man, big legend, Pee Wee Longway, put out Longway Sinatra 2 with Cassius J. Ooh. And I feel like y'all definitely got to get on that wave. Pee Wee Longway is one of a kind, a respected Don out of where he stay in Atlanta. This man is unique in his own out of this world way and i recommend all y'all hop on the wave and just stream the shit out of this album peewee long way you could you can trace him with young thug before thugger blew up 
all crazy. Like he had a song with Pee Wee Longway by the name of Loaded, which was like one of my favorite songs that that year it came out. It was an amazing fucking song. And since then, he's put out uh, the Blue Eminem series, uh, as well as uh, albums that, off top, I don't remember the fucking names, but... Oh, yeah, we did one of those in the singles thing, the 100 under 100K. It was him as a Blue Eminem with, like, a grill in, I Yep, think. yep. It's a good song. 100%, yo, y'all gotta hop on this Pee Wee Longway wave, man. This album is, is tremendous. Like I said, one of a kind. If that spastic ATL flow is your type of thing, this is it on steroids. Speaking of spastic, uh, also having to do with post-punk kind of tying into that last album I was reviewing, this is a much better post-punk album in my opinion, and so far, you know, we've only had 14, 15, 16, whatever, I don't, I don't even know what day it is, uh, <laughs> days in the year so far, but so far this is the best album of the year in my opinion, this is Shame, uh, it's an album uh, by the band Shame, I'm sorry, um, it's called Drunk Tank Pink, I believe is the name of the album, I gave it a B on the page, and I'm saying it's... Definitely the best post-punk album I've heard in years. This is wild, chaotic, atmospheric. Ryan has heard a little bit of it. He you know, sure. can't speak on it too specifically, but you did enjoy it, right? Oh, for sure. It's right up my alley, man. For sure. Yeah, the song March Day is a really interesting, very quick, uh, quick... The drums all over this album. I don't know how to even describe them. The drums are just incredible. They're just Masterful. Like, yeah, just, just crazy blasts of drums. The drummer is extremely talented. The vocalist... Very passionate, and you know he's like he's our age. He's probably twenty three, twenty four. So he's talking about all types of stuff that we can relate to. Mm-hmm. Um, the song six one is oh. a yeah one in a series of three. That song is nuts. That song is absolutely fucking crazy. Mm-hmm. The the album is so raw and emotion that it just like it's it's all encompassing. You y'all are like in for a fucking treat the second you start it, dog. Like for sure. Mm-hmm. And yeah. the the closer station wagon is a crazy oh, one. Man. Because it like yeah, it, the way that it builds up is is insane. Because it's it looks like it's builds up with some pianos toward the end. You think it's gonna build up to some crazy crescendo, mm-hmm. and then the guitar start galloping with the pianos, and you're like, what the hell? And it just gallops, and then it ends, and it like fades like perfectly. So, oh man, they shame they did an amazing job. Yeah, I didn't hear them before this, and and just this album, I I see the praise that it's getting, and I uh, just wanted to give it a try myself. And yeah, if you're a fan of old post punk, if you're a fan of uh, Susie and the Bandits, if you're a fan of like uh, uh, Ether by Gang of Four, especially a lot of heavy Gang of Four influence on this album. Um, And the last thing I wanted to get to before the Eternal Take and Whole Lot of Red discussion was uh, this artist named Emerson Snow out of Berlin. I found his music recently on Instagram. Uh, we've been talking a little bit, and he sent me these links to his SoundCloud, these like secret albums and EPs um, that were really, really interesting and really good. All different kind of music, uh, different types of indie music and rock and folk. The particular ones that he sent me that I was really enjoying was this demo called Puke that I thought was super good, really like kind of upbeat pop music or uh, acoustic kind of pop music. And then he sent me this other one of just straight up acoustic music called Berlin Rain Tapes 2, which I enjoyed a lot. I'd probably give that like a C plus, B minus. Uh, and then he has this album from 2019 that I was really enjoying. It's called That's Rock and Roll. It's an EP, actually, um, which has this song called Our Home that I'm about to play. Um, so without further ado, here's Our Home. Yeah. 
Buck, what you name? I watched that that Fantano review of Whole Lot of Red, and I just I don't even know what to say aside from being kind of just like, did you listen to it at all? Yeah, because mm-hmm. everything is saying just sounds like everybody else said it. And like devoid of like any meaning, like of, it's just generic. Yeah, it like, just it just sounds kind of mean tested. It sounds kind of like ev- like everybody on the internet's opinions, like all Twitter's opinions, kind of just in th- all like kind of packaged into one, you know, mm-hmm. and then yeah, give it a right. slap to five on top. Pretty for much, sure. for sure. I mean, I, if you watch the uh, the live stream of it too, it's just like while he is tending to the people that are throwing money at his way get kind of spent most of the time doing that, bro. Like, you know what I mean? And I could tell he wasn't into it because here's the thing. Um, metamorphosis commands a strong reaction out of anyone, right? Whether you hate it or love right. it, at, at first you're like, wow. Or yeah. like, mm. yeah. he didn't even show like the slightest bit of anything. You know what I mean? Yeah, it was, it was weird because I was watching that video and I was excited to see him review it and to give it a fair shot but it just it was literally like the song would play he'd be bobbing his head he'd finish the song and then he'd be ready to give his opinion and then all of a sudden it would be oh yeah thanks for subscribing oh yeah oh okay so the beat is really good the sensor cool oh yeah thanks for subscribing okay next song it's like like do you have an opinion on it or is it just you're just going to read you know subscriber names Mm -hmm. yeah it's kind of like he's juggling too much you know just like i mean i get how like you know people can like give him money or something and like on twitch or something like tip him five bucks and he has to thank them like on the spot yeah it's kind of just a weird way to listen to music you know just always distracted every like five seconds yeah it's cool to get your money and everything like that i don't uh you know fantana is one of, one of my bigger influences i would say uh and you know i appreciate everything he's done but this is the one thing he, he needs to stop this like streaming and then also reading the subscriber names at the same time it's just not giving the album a fair shot in my opinion you know, I feel like um, there's this dude on YouTube named John Dento. Um, he's like a British dude. Um, but I saw his review of Whole Lot of Red, and that was pretty dope because, like, like even though at the time, like, I disagreed with him and I thought the album wasn't that great, like, still, like, seeing someone give their honest opinion on it, you know what I mean? Like, it, it, it didn't necessarily, like, right. sway my opinion, but it definitely made me, like, appreciate some things about the album differently and i think it opened me up to actually realizing i like like a lot of it like i still don't like Mm -hmm. the entire album you know what i mean but like Mm -hmm. you know i feel like reviews should have like an opinion if you can i mean some some reviews i guess don't warrant it as much but like this album for sure demands yeah actually you know what i mean it definitely deserves more time Mm mm-hmm you know like um i mean like it even took fantano a while to even like review this album you know and but it was like nobody like knew what they were hearing (laughs) did he take his time because what if it was what if it was he was putting it off for people telling him constantly could you review this could you review this could you review this what if he just didn't want to do it initially and then he was like all right fuck it i'm gonna do it and that's how he did it. it was like the live stream you know yeah, and plus, you know, it, it was a pretty hyped album. I mean, even, like, his total fan base has been wanting this album for, like, what, two years? So, of course, like, you might as well just, like, put it on, like, as, like, a, like a party. You know what I mean? Like, on Twitch. Yeah. But, uh, like I said, there's nothing wrong with what he did. 
but there's, uh, there's, there's, it's, it's a subscri- it's a subscriber thing for me bro it's the every three seconds thanks yeah, for yeah. subscribing thanks for yeah. subscribing oh our no. fund just hit this amount our fund yeah. just hit this amount our fund just, it's like bro are you listening or not listen to the album like just listen that's all it is for sure yeah. how do y'all feel about that um because remember ryan sent us that article about um hannibal burrs wasn't it who was like talking about um like changing how we structure reviews i don't know oh yeah no that was me it was um pitchfork released an article they uh they interviewed hamill burrs and um he's just like i think it's important for like music reviewers to like say what they were doing oh yeah to the album he's just like because like like if you were gardening or some shit like and listen to travis scott i'm not gonna read your opinion (laughs) yeah that's a good good point extremely valid because it's for sure like he he's 100 right with that because it's just like i can tell you what i was doing when i was listening to like a certain thing like like i like with the fredo santana thing right like in the description i told you i said to everybody that i can remember why i was at this exact time when i heard rob my plug and my squad like <laughs> you know what i mean like yeah. and it, it really determines how you react to that song because it's like if i was just if i was in school just bullshitting in the back of class and Fredo came on in my headphones, like my reaction would have probably not been anything other than, oh, this is cool. You right. know what I mean? But yeah. I was Contrary to Hannibal Bur- <laughs> Oh, sorry, go ahead. Oh, my bad. No, 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 you good. I was at home, like, digging through this shit because I was, like, infatuated with, like, you know, the new uprising with Chief Keith and all of them. So it's like, you know, right then and there, it was like, oh, shit, cool. This is amazing. And that's how it is. You know what I mean? Hannibal's 100% right with that, I think. Yeah, I think if Hannibal had seen the Fantano video, he would probably feel the same way as we do because it's like, mm-hmm. bro, you're literally not listening. It's not even like he's gardening and he has big headphones on and he can hear all the sounds and everything good, uninterrupted. It's like literally like you're not listening. You keep pausing it to make jokes. You keep like, you know what I mean? You keep like uh, interrupting your your thoughts with, you know, distractions on your phone and on the computer. It's just like, mm-hmm. I don't know. It's like dystopian. I don't know how else to describe it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it feels dystopian. It's like it's like it's like if people in 1950 saw the way it's that like he was listening news. to that album, they would be like, "What the fuck is this? Are you listening to music or like what is this?" Like, yo, how dare Beethoven's music's bad? <laughs> you know, a whole lot of Tobin. Whole lot of sonatas. Whole lot of lies. <laughs> oh man. I mean, I don't know. What what did you guys think of the album? Um, yeah, yeah, right. Off, you can start off rip. I mean, I loved it from the jump. As soon as, um, as soon as Rockstar made like started, it was a vibe. Like, I'm, I'm in the, I'm in the back of my job. Like, I'm, I'm working out at the power station, just, just shaking my non existent dress, just going crazy with it. <laughs> and I feared the Kanye feature when I saw it, oh but it, <laughs> it didn't end up being as bad, but it was still like god awful. It but was it was, so it was bad. Yeah. <laughs> it, just, it just, it wasn't, it wasn't like Kanye took over the song and made it like Kid See Ghost featuring like Playboy Cardi or some shit. Like that, that wasn't, Yeah. that's, that's not what happened. It was still technically a Cardi song just with like no <laughs> Cardi. The second half of it is a Cardi song. Like, no, 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 I was just joking. The second half of it oh. is a Cardi song. Yeah, I was going to say that, um, yeah, in that song, um, yeah, go to the moon. Like Kanye, kind of, I feel like he kind of just took over the whole song, you yeah. know. And and he didn't rap like how how yeah. Cardi raps. He raps how Kanye raps, you know. 
like even the B kind of sounds like uh, his his like single, you know, that na 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 song that like was really bad. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, the, the thing that about the that song, it, it, it's just like the whole song is like a perfect storm, like of, of, of being bad. Because when I first saw it, I was like, this is what's gonna happen. It's gonna be like it's gonna be Jesus type beat with Kanye singing about Jesus, and it's gonna be badly recorded, and it's gonna be mostly Kanye. And then I heard it, and it was that. And it's just like. It's like, bro, if this was Yeezus era or Freestyle 4 era Kanye, like, that song would have been fire. But this, you're like, you, you and Cardi don't belong in the same room. No. <laughs> I don't know how else to Yeah, yeah. It's just a weird pairing just to, like, even see. Like, I was just like, Kanye's on this? Like, okay. Like, that's weird. I felt like that was Cardi doing something for himself, like, getting a moment for himself. Like, I did a song with Ye. Oh, yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah, let's uh, turn down Kanye West. Yeah, he, he was probably like, this is whack, but all right, all right. <laughs> I'll take it. Like, you are. <laughs> yes, Kanye. After that god-awful Kanye verse, the song goes in, the next song is that goes in is, like, one of the best Cardi performances, if not the best Cardi performance, just with how oh, much stop breathing. that. Yeah, Stop Breathing was, oh, oh my oh, God. That's what oh. made me stop breathing. Anyway, anyways, fucking, he he killed it. He killed it. The everything from from just spazzing and sounding like his fucking soul was being taken out of him. Just fucking, oh my god! I can't, uh, I can't put it. Sounded like something. Didn't breathe, bro. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, sounds like he has a lot of anxiety. You know, like every night. <laughs> like my man needs to you can't um, tailor shirt off without the without causing some some strokes. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, but no, though I will say though the bass in this is fucking insane. Right. Like yeah. it just like, makes my eardrums like <laughs> like reverberate. Oh, yeah, like, and like like just to jump on that, like yeah, the the, the mixing on this whole out like. Just the way this shit sounds is so vicious. Like it just I don't know, man. Yeah. I can't wait to mosh to this, like when we do get to go outside again. Oh my god, absolutely. Right. No, exactly. Like that was like my first thought about this album was like when I first heard it, I was just like, This album is not for me just sitting in my room with my headphones on. Like this shit is for like, you know, a, like a mosh pit or a concert or something, like something hype. You need to throw <sighs> yeah. Since we were talking about Fantano guys and like the first listen, like where were you, where were you guys all like on your first listen? Like what, what was the setting? It came mm-hmm. out. I was working Christmas Eve, so like it came out since I work overnight. It came out literally like after my second hour of work. As soon as twelve hit, mm-hmm. I put it on. I was like, absolutely, let's fucking do this. And initially i didn't there was no song i didn't like until i listened to it and i was like okay now without the excitement like i i found its its blemishes and as the as the weeks went on it was not more and more but it was just like one here one there till it's eventually right. like okay now i understand which ones i i really like which ones i okay and which ones i will i could completely do without and the ratio is is pretty good with in terms of what I love to what I think is mid and what I can just do without it's like maybe 80% what I love and 10 and 10 what I could what I could do without what I think is mid so I don't know that's just how I feel I don't know what about you Troy before you're at so when I yeah when I first listened of course I stood up for midnight I was just um 
I remember like uh, Chris, Christmas Eve, I was coming back from, uh, I think, like seeing my parents or something. I don't know. And like, um, and my brother and his girlfriend are about to go to bed. And then like, they're just like, all right, like, we're going to go to bed. Like, what are you doing? And I'm like, oh, I'm listening. I'm staying up. So I can listen to a whole lot of red. <laughs> like naturally. So yeah, so I, I put my noise canceling headphones on. I went to my room. Uh, I turned my smart light bulb red. <laughs> you know, like yep. I was pretty hyped for this album. I was yep. just like, I'm gonna be in the mood for it. Like you know, we've been talking about it for years. I was a huge fan of Dialit. I I honestly think like it's one of my top five albums um, right now. It, it's mm-hmm. crazy. But um, so I was listening to it. And I, I really didn't know how to feel. I was kind of like everybody on the internet. I, I had mixed feelings. I, I was just like, um, I really like the the bass and the kind of like direction of all the production and bass like lines and all these songs. Like, like honestly, all the beats and all these songs are incredible. But I just think like the first like section of the album just did not do it for me. Like Rockstar, I, I think Rockstar Made was a good intro song, but I didn't really think it was like a really good um, like song <laughs> like like right. it had like, like you know like it set up the album pretty well but then like go to the moon with kanye you know that shit garbage like like right like ryan said like politics religion i don't need that you know like bro like we nobody likes your jesus king album like why do you want why do you want more yeah. <laughs> he, like, he did that on ego death too off the tide allison album he did that same shit where it was like this is a great song and has a great beat. All the features on it are amazing. And then Kanye is here talking about abortion. And it's like, get yeah. off this fucking song. It's just like, dude, it's, he's just becoming unbearable. He's becoming a meme of himself. He's just well, like... Well, I was going to say, he's going through the divorce cycle. Like, we could have... So we could have... Now he is, yeah. He was, get, he was getting divorced because when my dad was getting divorced from my mom, motherfucker went Christian. So... <laughs> 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 like we should have saw it coming we should have saw it coming that this, that it was some shit going down you know what i mean but he was no, yeah his plug and he went to kill like look i found god somehow became even more unbearable like well, that's the thing like i feel like if kanye like it's not that we don't want to hear i don't know we it's not that we don't want to hear like kanye i mean i guess it's just that his, he, he's not saying anything that makes any sense like he's in his own world <laughs> and like i don't know i feel like no one at this point is has any courage to just be like yeah you're tripping so like they just throw him on these songs they get him on there for like you know the streams they let him do whatever right. and then like mm-hmm. yeah he, you know then he comes back then you know the uh play with Gertie comes back on at the end and and says like yeah here's the actual song um mm-hmm. yeah it, it, it's like it's like on that yay album right like he was in so much debt right and then he goes oh i don't take advice from people less successful than me and it's like cool you were that's you know i feel like when he was down like his worst when he was in his most debt and he was not successful quote unquote he was doing great and i feel like now he has so much success and so many billions of dollars it, it's going in the opposite direction where he needs to take advice from people he's like he keeps going things. oh yeah i'm doing better and better my music is selling quote unquote whatever my my clothes are you know my brand is amazing and i'm not taking advice from anybody and it's like well that's why you fucking suck yeah, yeah. No, nothing is yeah. stuff like yay though because like he's you know he's he's one part of the album for sure but um you know yeah but you guys think I mean, yeah go ahead I, I was all i wanted to say was thankfully it was only like a minute and 20 second verse 
Because yeah, yeah, it was short. It was nice. It, it could have been much more just more painful. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> and speaking of painful, oh my god, Bino. Yes. Yeah. Well, you didn't like Bino? No. I don't like Bino. I do not like Bino. I think Bino is is it's not as bad as I initially felt it was after a few listens, but I think it's the most boring song on the album for sure. Mm-hmm. And its placement, although it, I get its intention, it really broke up what could have been the best go, one flow going into the next, going into the next. And if you eliminate Bino, you got to stop breathing, jump out the house, and metamorphosis one right after another. In a row, yeah. Yeah, I, I do agree with you on that. Like, yeah, I feel like um, Bino itself just doesn't really belong on this on this album to me because, like, it's like production like production wise it it sounds like something off of like dilit or even like his Mm. his other single at meh you know what i mean like it's kind of like you know like there was more like like playful it was a lot lighter than the rest of um whole lot of red whole lot of red's like so much like heavier with like the demon yeah and he's he's turning into a bat you know what i mean he's turning into a bat in the middle of the night and then it's like i spent a hundred thousand on my son yeah it was just like yeah you're right though i will say if it went from stop breathing to jump out the house like yeah that makes more sense to me right into metamorphosis it's just like how that would have been the most hype trio of songs in an album. Oh my god, you're right. And he he completely fucked up. Bino could have made it on the album if it was on the back end. Like if Bino was like four Mm -hmm. songs before the the feel like dying, then sure. But like there, you you feel me? Wait, yeah. It was just a bad, bad spot. Yeah. Yeah. Honestly, to kind of just talk about like the placement of like all these songs in the album. I thought like he really put the worst worst songs in the front. I don't know why. Personally, for me, since I didn't really like the beginning that much, whenever I tried to listen to this album, I was always discouraged <laughs> because of like you know, like I was just like, like kind of mm. terrible. And then uh, Bino comes on, I'm just like, this isn't getting better. <laughs> yeah, Bino, Bino is, it's just it's really like an abrupt halt to whatever momentum. Um, stop breathing gives you because it's just like you go from oh my god to like feeling like you were just in the middle of like a fucking like ecstasy up club you know what I'm saying yeah it's like K-pop in the middle of a Death Grips concert it's like, yeah, what the fuck yeah. is he doing here no sense yeah it's, it's just it's a shout out to the homie who I guess is a real person Bino like what's up if you out there nigga I don't know it, it's just like Real I don't fact. get it what the fuck was that? You know what I'm saying? Like, what was the yeah. point? But I don't know. It just, it really does not feel like it's necessary. And to be honest with you, like, I, I don't know. I think that the Kanye song is entirely worse, but Bino, Bino is just about as boring as it gets. So, yeah. The, the first time I was listening to this album, uh, Troy is absolutely right. What you were saying about the front end kind of gives it like a bad taste or like it kind of all the, it's front ended with all the worst stuff because I was getting ready for work. I didn't get a chance to listen to it at midnight, but I was stressed out because I couldn't find my ID and 
and go to the moon and Dino were ruining my time, bro. I was like, I was so stressed out. And it's just like, she ugly hot, you know, and then it goes into Dino. And I'm just like, I'm like, I'm like, am I hating this Playboy Cardi album right now? And I'm about to be late for work. I'm like, I'm like, this is, this is all. This is the worst day of my life. Yeah. Then I got on my, my, my scooter. I, I was driving to work and then Metamorphosis came on and I was like, okay, I'm all set. We're good. You know, mm-hmm. what do you guys think of that song? Because that song is probably my, it's, it's my favorite. It's well, my favorite. well, we'll get to that one in a second because we just get right over Jump Out the House like a month. Oh, yes, yes, yeah, yes. Like, Jump Out the House is amazing. Jump Out the House is another God-tier Cardi performance because, oh my God. Like I said, without Bino, that would have been Stop Breathing Part 2. You know what I mean? They, yep. They're essentially the same song broken up into two pieces. And mm-hmm. I really wish that it was kept just without Bino in between them. And maybe you could have put Bino after Go to the Moon. Who knows? But like, Jump Out the House is incredible. The way you say house, house, like with every fucking thing. Yeah. And then when you start spassing out talking about the the uh, overused, every fucking rapper has this car, Hellcat. This fucking Hellcat <laughs> that everybody just won't mm-hmm. shut the fuck up about. But mm-hmm. Cardi made it sound fucking fun. with the SRT! Yeah, like that was fucking sick. It was such an incredible performance, and I was really sad that it was only like a minute forty five seconds long. Jump out the house is sick. I love jump out the house. I think, I think all the best qualities of that album are like really personified, and I I really feel like this album is like a concept album almost. You know what I mean? And I feel mm-hmm. like a lot of these songs mm-hmm. are like Cardi exploring things, and I feel like jump out the house and stop breathing. Like I I, I think. Those kinds of songs are him exploring a certain path, but I also think that's kind of why we kind of keep having these like issues with like the um, what do you call it uh, the uh, just like the ordering of the uh, album. You know what I mean? Just because like it feels like there's all these different. He's trying all these different things, but I'm not sure the yep. sequencing like necessarily. Um, like yeah, I think that, the sequencing that, is, is weird because of that. You know what I mean? There's a lot of out of play sequences. Like, I don't want to skip over to control. We can we can stay on jump out the house, but I just wanted to mention that control has just this weird vocal thing in the beginning that would have done better as an intro. It it, it just kind of breaks up the momentum for it to be there, you know? Oh yeah, that, I, like, um, like going off what you've said. Yeah, yeah I feel the, I feel the exact same way. <laughs> things are things. Uh, it, it feels like it's on shuffle without me putting it on shuffle mm-hmm. in certain ways. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. know, for for sure. Because my friend uh, James had a good point. Shout out to Jimmy. Um, that if you start the, the album from Control, so Academics is the intro, and you go on from there, it's much better. Because mm-hmm. I think that, I personally think that um, that, that Rockstar Made is a really good intro track. But something that I've heard, at least from my friends, is they don't feel it, that it's like huge, like a long time or, a, or a, um, what's that other song, uh, Location. Like it's not yeah. as grand. It's not. No. I completely disagree with that notion. But yeah, I do too. Because I, I think this album is kind of in that way. It, it's like that. It's like um, it's Cardi like in a small punk venue of like that holds fifty people type of shit. You know what I mean? Where location is more like your. My friend John described it as like uh, being an interstellar. You know, it's two completely different feels. Like one is very grand, one's very spacey and like yeah. out there. You no, know. Yeah, that, no, I totally get that. Like one that's why I was saying yeah. like. 
that's what I was saying. Like, it's a really good intro song, as in, like, it does intro, like, introduce, like, you know, this different Playboy Cardi. You know, it's like we're not going to see a dialogue right. Cardi. We're not going to see a self-titled Cardi. It's a it's a whole, totally new brand. You know, he like totally rebranded himself with um, this intro song. I just was a yeah. huge fan <laughs> for myself. Yeah. That- do you not like the do you, do you feel like the themes of excess were like kind of portrayed well on it because i feel like cardi like i feel like the never too much never too much is perfect it's a perfect way to start an album that's 24 songs long and that's even, been people you know I'm, I'm gonna say i'm gonna give full credit to you for pointing that out because i wasn't thinking about that at all and when you pointed that out it kind of made, it made me appreciate more out of the album than i already did yeah, and I yeah. think he did a really good job with the the theme of excess, one hundred percent. Yeah, and the themes of excess and, and doing drugs too, because he's like, I feel, uh, I'm in love with the drugs. I'm kissing, I'm kissing the cup, which goes later on with the Teen X song. You know, you know, Teen Ecstasy. Oh, it's oh, just well, I can't well, wait to we'll, get, we'll get to that in a second. We'll get to that in a second. Yeah, yeah. But yeah I was yeah. gonna say, uh, I, I feel like the themes of excess are so perfectly uh, caught up with on the first, you know, first song, and and the never too much thing also kind of attribute like helps me uh not get over but like look at the album's length as you know a strength instead of um a detractor because i think uh people have been asking cardi every two seconds when are you going to release the album where's the song where's the song where's the song where's that song for three years right mm-hmm. and now he puts out 24 songs and people are like it should be shorter right it's like why mm-hmm. well i don't know man i mean i feel like with like any long album it, it can get like kind of like saturated i guess yep no, yeah, yeah, no, no. I think I think his intention was what I just said, but I don't think uh, he completely executed it perfectly. If he did, it would be an A plus. Mm-hmm. It's a B plus for me because uh, there's some songs that don't belong there that don't fit into the themes or don't, you know, it, it's it, it is too much, you know, certain songs. Well, while on that, I, I will say I agree. I, I agree more with Troy, although I understand what you're saying, but I think mm-hmm. outright when you present just an album this lengthy. It's worth the ride, yes, but I can understand why a lot of people would be like, ah, oh, shit, initially. You know what I'm saying? Because if right. your bar is not, I love Cardi, and you see 24 songs of Cardi, it's like, ah, shit. You know what I mean? Yeah, you like, might, you, you, yeah, you might, you might do what Fantano does, did, and it's like, okay, there's 10, there's 12 songs I like, there's 12 songs I don't like. That's a 50%. Mm-hmm. Like instead of me, who's like I I understand Cardi a little bit more, and I I I'm more invested in him more so. Not like I I better understand it than Fantano, but I have a bias to where like I can tolerate 24 songs of Cardi and and attribute it to, you know, something that's mentioned on the album, but something that some people might not care about or pick up on. And that's that's the whole thing with that. Like going into Metamorphosis is just like like I said before, that that song commands such a strong reaction. And you either love it or you really do fucking hate it, which I don't understand, but whatever. But for him to just be there like, oh, okay, you know, it wasn't really much to him. It's just like, are you sure? Are you listening? Yep. Are you listening at all? Because when I heard it, oh my God, I didn't, I can't even, I, I was texting you, right? I was, I was actually yeah. texting you like, oh my God, this song is incredible. And yeah whole shit is like I didn't think Kid Cudi and Cardi would work well together and it's something that I didn't know I wanted or needed but now Mm -hmm. I would like to see it again later down the line oh yeah we need a part two yes no definitely you know that I think that was the biggest surprise for me too because like that that also kind of shocked me when I saw that Kid Cudi was on this album 
but then like um but listen to his feature like i really liked how like cuddy changed his style to match playboy cardi's like very well and then like it kind of sounded too that uh he kind of brought a style from man on the moon three to this album and it was it was really nice you know it was mm. a really good mixture yeah nice spacey uh, vibes <laughs> i agree i like cuddy's contribution and the ba- troy the bass reminds oh me remember God. when we saw black at a uh, made in america and it was oh like consuming our entire bodies. That's exactly what this song reminds me of. I need oh. I need speakers like that in front of me playing this shit. Exactly. I just need like Cuddy's hum to just <laughs> like just like the bass is just blasting me into like molecules. Like I'm like <laughs> exactly. not a human being anymore. <laughs> it's going uh, through me. It's it's such an incredible fucking song, man. It it really is. And Eve says something about it last time, where. Um, I was trying to figure it because I remember you said something to me that blew my mind. But to be honest with you, you know, I was I was definitely a bit faded. No, no, I mean, I definitely, um, definitely listened to this song under similar circumstances. Um, yeah, I listened to this song uh, in a state um, that some people may understand, but um. <laughs> um <laughs> Yeah, I um I think that this song too, like I think I think like this is like peak like kind of what this album really like really can be in a lot of ways. Like because like I don't know, like I was just listening to it and I I felt like just overpowered by it for real. Like the the sins like are just literally just like I don't know, it, it represented like excess kind of like what you guys were talking about. It just like it felt like this dystopian nightmare, but it was kind of like sexy too. You know what I mean? Because it it's like you have to be part of it. It literally just felt like it, it felt like the epitome of like this like dystopian era we're kind of in, where there's we just have like this this obsession with like, this machine that is like going to continue giving us access, but we just don't want to stop it. And then like Cuddy Damn. comes in with his like spiritual part and i'm like holy shit this is like a fucking religion like i don't know <laughs> yeah yeah because it's, it's never too much yeah dude it, yeah, I just, uh, it felt it's, like it was crazy with uh going on within like something i don't know bro. <laughs> yeah it definitely felt like a metamorphosis i felt like he was it felt like he was changing into a creature like like through the song he's screaming and he's like he's hitting all these weird high notes and stuff he sounds oh. like he got bit it sounds like he's infected for sure and you know what i will say is like metamorphosis i think is the face of the album like if you're gonna tell me yeah definitely what song what song is whole lot of red i mean it's metamorphosis and to be honest with you since since we we on the subject of fantano and this and the five that grade is ridiculous yeah what the fuck that that puts it in that put it puts it in breathing distance of the six nine album. And the other thing I wanted to say was Eternal Take is lower than the six nine album. Yeah, Eternal Take is a three, and six nine is a four. What is yeah. he, what is his grading scale, bro? Yeah, exactly. What is that? That was what yeah, I, I got to him when he started like doing that shit. Because like I really fucked with Fantano back in the day, but like when him and some other white rap, like reviewers started like reviewing hip hop and it wasn't like necessarily that they were white they just like didn't understand it like I, I stopped mm-hmm. listening to him I stopped listening to Pitchfork because I was like what for sure fuck? like what are y'all even talking about like I don't know <laughs> it's like, like here's the thing bro I do think that 
that um that that uh eternal take is the lesser of the two for sure but yeah, if i was I to rate it it would be like mm-hmm. eight and a half to like a seven yeah, for, yeah yeah like versus a seven rather like one is eternal take being a seven and a whole lot of red being an eight and a half and it's like if you go song for song like baby pluto's good but fucking rockstar made goes dumb hard mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying yeah. uh yeah, yeah I don't, those are those are good comparisons because i think i think literally baby pluto is a perfect intro to that album and I, I, don't, I don't know which one's better i think baby pluto might be better for me i think, yeah, I, I, think like, I, I like i like rockstar pluto. made better I think mm. I think I like Baby Pluto a little better. I mean, I, you know what's funny? I, I was listening to these albums and like I put I put on like uh, Baby Pluto and then Rockstar Made came up right after it and I listened to it mm. like side by side, and mm. I, you know I, it felt like Baby Pluto was it felt more like Uzi and then Playboy Cardi. I think it's because he just rebranded. It just felt weird. Like it's just like oh, this is Playboy Cardi now. Like mm. Rockstar Made. Well, like, that that's I totally understand that. That's what's you, you interesting to, to, to tie it in with what Fantano was giving it, though, because my whole thing is while I strongly, like, vehemently disagree with the grade that he gave it, the whole thing was Eternal to Take was supposedly, well, no, he's been saying he was trying to release this in 2018, meaning this thing is, like, two years old by the time it was recorded, right? Mm-hmm. So it sounds more like Love is Rage rather than the singles that have been coming out. Yeah. You know yeah, what I, mean? I, I I know what you're saying. I, and like the the Cardi album, I feel like they're polar opposites. Like the Cardi album is very brand new, and it's very like recorded new, and it's very evil. And then this the Uzi album was recorded a, a while ago. It's still old Uzi. He doesn't really transform like the way that Cardi does, but it's like mm-hmm. flavored with a little bit of spacey stuff rather than like you know I'm in space, I'm an astronaut. This is my rocket song type of shit. Where Cardi, where if Cardi was make made that album, that's the kind of shit he would do. He'd be like, yeah, I'm like blasting off into space. Like I'm in space. Like look at that alien. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? I think I think like I feel like you know like Baby Pluto is a great song, and I think it's a great intro. But I feel like Rockstar made and a whole lot of Red just has a lot more to say than like yep. the, right. And like the, it's, it's a weird thing to say because he's kind of saying the same thing over and over again. You know what I mean? But like as a project, yep. I just feel like it has more like layers to it than. Like you know, uh, eternal take, which was like a yeah. lot, like because it because it because like a whole lot of red like there's songs I don't like, there's songs all of us don't like, but we kind of understand like why they're on there, like the c- purpose that they serve. Like there's an argument for them, you know what I mean? Like for I think right. songs like um, yeah, that's that's why it's so easy to pick out the the bad songs off whole lot of red because you're like that doesn't go with the theme. It's like doesn't sound sonically like any of the other songs that are on here. It just sounds like a throwaway from Dilate. Okay, that one's in the trash. Yeah. But like on, yeah, I, I know exactly what you're saying. That makes sense. And with Eternal to Take, it's like there's songs I won't even fucking listen to. You know what I mean? Like the one with uh, with uh, Sid, I think it is. Oh yeah, uh, that song is horrible. Yeah, it was so bad. I will not. That song, play it on. That's that, that song compared to Bino though. I would listen to Bino one thousand percent. Yeah, yeah, yeah Bino is way yeah. better than that. Or, or even, or even not playing, which is toward the end of a whole lot of red, which I hate. I would rather listen to that than than, the Sid, than even a minute of that Sid song. The, I'm gonna be real with you. After um, after like six, seven songs on the Eternal to Take, I'm done. I'm right. done. Like I, I've I've been a fan of Uzi for a while, yeah. but like I feel like he gets he his gimmick stays the same. 
Oh. Yeah, I, I disagree. I disagree, but I completely understand because uh, the first part of Eternal I take is so like singular. It's like five songs that sound the same, and then the rest is like a different sound. You know what I mean? And and uh, you know, and he he does get a little bit tiring, so I, I can understand that point of view too. My whole thing with Eternal take, like I said, and like Ryan had just said, you know, the first five songs pretty much have the same song, and then are, are the same song with the same sound, and then it just breaks up into a bunch of like. There's, I'm not gonna lie. There are some good tracks like uh, "Celebration Station Fire," but yep. um, mm-hmm. I can't really. I don't care for anything else like that. <laughs> I mean, a whole lot of red <laughs> towards the back end. There are some misses, but then it's just like you have "I Love," "I Hate You." You have "Place," you have uh, "Over." You mm-hmm. got these little, not even little, these songs that are head and shoulders so much better than. A lot of the misses, if not all the misses, on the the Uzi album. Ah, oh, God, I want to defend Uzi so bad, but like I'm just trying to think. Like I do think that whole lot of red is like, it's it's better production wise. I I gotta say. Um, I mean, I did like the the production on Uzi's album. Like it's a lot more fun. Like I I think it's a lot more like for like the club. Like sure, like he has the space theme, but like it's more about like. Yeah, I'm just in the club, you know, just just yeah, trying to fuck yeah. an alien, you know. Like I'm just trying to chill, you know. <laughs> like like and be stuck in a chair. <laughs> yeah, no, he, he kind of got kneecapped by the pandemic too. Like I was so excited to go see that in concert, you know what I mean? But like, mm. oh my god, if, if I could watch like fucking Same. Chrome Heart Tags like live, <laughs> oh my god, yeah, that's a yeah, I, I like that song a lot. A lot of red is definitely more purposeful, I would say, um, even though it's longer. It like still it tries to go into the it tries to uh, craft a new sound in a more meaningful way and mm-hmm. lyrically too you know not just beat wise lyrically too yeah i, I gotta disagree with that. i don't know i didn't like the lyrics much on, on the playbook or uh, stuff. i was gonna what, say teenex is not like teenex is not a lyrical like well, <laughs> you know what well, I'm well okay like, well uh, well what about what about what about king vamp king vamp is a perfect example of that because he's literally talking about how he's a bat and he's riding around in the night with, uh, you know, he has wings on his feet. He spells out his name, K-I-N-G-V-A-N-P. And I just feel like that, like something like that is so much more like lyrically theme, like themed. Than I mean, it's clever. Yeah. Eternal it take. To you, but I would say. He, he like, literally a bat. Where I mean, on Eternal it take is he? Where on Eternal it take is he an astronaut, bro? Where in Eternal it take does he ever Well, here's, here's where. I believe he is when he sings Bust Me. <laughs> he's talking about playing with the kidneys yeah he's, he's thinking about eating pussy for the fifth time on the album like if you look at um if, if you look at what you know what eternal take is right the heaven's gate thing yeah the title and the theme don't go with one or the other you know what i mean mm-hmm. like even then, he he sort of kneecapped himself like like. Well, what, what what happens with Heaven's Gate is that you get sucked up into space essentially. So that's where the space part of it comes. But you could have gone with a cultist thing too, bro. There was two interesting avenues. Yeah, I like I like the albums differently though. Eternal Take, like this shit's like it pops. The beats are amazing. Like this is like what you want to hear in the club. I don't want to hear King Vamp in the club. Oh no, nah, you must be tripping. If yeah, King Van goes on in the club, I'm going crazy. K-I-N-G-V-A-M-P. That's right. Me. With my shirt off. Cause like on, on everything off. Your shirt off. Off strength. That good of a song. Off strength. I'm I'm fucking I'm beating my chest like an eight, bro, the whole fucking time, yeah. bro. Make the whole stop breathing. That's what I'm saying. Like if <laughs> like like 
If Vamp Anthem comes on, if New Neon comes on, if Teen X comes on, bro, I'm losing my shit. Oh yeah, Teen X. Teen X is I I would prefer Teen X over anything over on Eternal Take. I mean, this this might also be though that we we definitely like to be fair. You know what I mean? Like this is like mm-hmm. an album. You know what I mean? And like you definitely have to be the mosh. Like you know, me and Ryan are like mosh pit type dudes. So it's like yep. I feel like we like within our group. There's definitely a little bit of a bias towards that vibe. You know what yeah. I mean? Oh no, I I love I absolutely love uh yeah, yeah, yeah I love Death yeah, Grips, yeah. all that shit. Yeah, yeah totally. Course. So there's definitely like that kind of a bias. I can see how like you know like you like internal attack like for a lot of people, um, you know, might sound better in the club, because uh, mm. like you know you're not gonna be in the club like fucking. Masha, like you try to pull bitches. <laughs> you, <Right>. know? <laughs> <laughs> you can do both. You know, you can do both. You could be like, "Hey, shorty," and then you spin kick. Like at the same time, <laughs> her? Are we spin kicking her? Oh, I don't know. No, it's no, no. It's the pit, bro. And she's so happy. Oh, so you spin kick somebody else, and then she sees it and goes, "Damn, that's impressive." Unless she's in the way, like, like if I'm throwing, she's like, that, "I like that." If I'm throwing that kick, and Shorty's so happy, yeah. like it's not intended for her, but it's like I'm, I'm throwing it. Like the nigga, you know, this shit is going. It's so like you're gonna kick a dude just to impress the girl that's get, there. You're gonna get Beyblade. That's the whole thing. <laughs> like, what I'm saying, like my form would be so impressive. That she, like whether or not she gets mixed up in it, she be like, "Oh, all right." <laughs> like that's a nice form. Yeah, that's, that's crazy. That man's ankle game. Yo, nuts. that man's yeah. form, impeccable yeah. for sure. Yeah, I guess maybe this is better for maybe this is better for uh, the mosh at the Playboy Cardi concert, and then Eternal Take is more better for uh, like a club performance or something like that. Maybe yeah. at, like uh, Daglo or some shit. Yeah, yeah I agree with that. I was enjoying like. You know, eternal take more than a whole lot of that for sure. Like, so, not, so not, you, not to, not to, uh, you know, stigmatize a group of people, but like, you know, like, I, I just feel like it would play better in a club. Like, it's, it's, it's less heavy. It's like, it's not so hard for You know what I mean? Yeah, there's going to be a lot of vodka spilling and a lot of sweaty guys uh, with, yeah, yeah. yeah that's that's <laughs> I know, yeah. I know exactly what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I agree. It's just like I said, for the type of clothes I would prefer to go to, Perfect. uh whole lot of red yeah. works. Yeah, yeah. I'd rather go to that golf club. I'd rather I'd rather go to that club. Yeah, I'd rather go to that club one hundred percent. Yeah. But um, like I said, going back to the album, going back to whole lot of red. There's from after Teen X, it gets a little bit not dicey, so to say, but it's like up and down, up and down, up and down. It's like Meh Meh is a good song. Is fire, but like I don't mm-hmm. remember too much from it. And then like Vamp Anthem is huge. First of all, let me say that that song is stupid. That fucking Dracula <laughs> intro with the that shit's crazy. That's crazy. Yeah, I I do like that. And the one thing from Fantano's review that I um agree with pretty much like pretty much like the only thing that I agree with is that uh it does sound a little bit cheap. It sounds a little bit like kind of crappy MIDI keyboards where you could have gotten you could have gotten a more like orchestral approach, more like organs, like you know, he has all these resources. Why why choose such a cheap sample of that song? You know, why not you know, why not why not use organs? Why not use yeah, like, why not like, all like out? pump it up or beef it up a bit with like some big ass like 
organs. Like, yeah, that that would that would have been cooler, you know. Yeah, it's, it sounds like van, right. vampire type beat that you find on YouTube or something. Yeah, like that, yeah. a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> vampire sure, beats bro. on YouTube. Yeah, Man, that's the it, whole thing. Bro. With, like with, vamp anthem type beat, honestly. Yeah, <laughs> type yeah. <in> vamp anthem <laughs> type beat, exactly. And then he just went off that. He's like, "Oh, sick. All right, cool." And you know, for sure, with that song, like, I I don't know if if I feel like the same way with like orchestral grand would have been better mm-hmm. i just feel like my one gripe with it is again with it being like way too fucking short like he it, it's a great song he was it was it's very fucking strong and i love it yeah but like new neon is i really wish one didn't follow up the other or you know what i mean because yeah for, it, it, that's a shuffle effect yeah, you know? new neon is heads mm-hmm. and shoulders. Like to me, it's the best beat on the album, but like it's it it, it completely overshadows uh, Vamp Anthem. If you don't complete, if you don't go back and listen to the album as much as like you or I or Troy or E do, like you know what I mean. Like mm-hmm. a lot, a lot more people that have heard the album remember New Neon rather than Vamp Anthem past the intro. You know what I mean. Yeah, Van Phantom is cool. At first, I liked how it supported the themes, but now I kind of don't care, and now it just sounds a little bit goofy to me. That's kind of where I'm at with it, even though I do like it, you know? No, same here. I mean, it sounds cool, but it's, I don't know, it's corny a, a little bit, you know? And, and speaking, yeah. speaking of corny, Control's intro. <laughs> that shit was mad. Yo, come on. They couldn't fucking stop talking about Kanye for one second. Like, yeah. Oh, my God. Givenchy. Yo, they have fucking... explained that one post that Kanye posted. Yeah, that one post. <laughs> you know what though? I'm gonna keep it real with you. That academics intro, my first listen, almost ruined the album for me because it felt like a <laughs> like, like a joke. Like, I, was... I was so mad he was on that. I was like, yeah, on, bro, you couldn't choose yep. something cooler to be on your album than academics. Mm-hmm. I wish no, definitely. That... I wish Fantano would have broke the news, bro. <laughs> that would have been funny as hell. Yeah, I'm not excited for this at all. I hate Playboy Cardi. I mean, for sure, bro. Like the, the he it, it almost ruined the album for me. Like I I remember exactly what I was. I was on my lunch break, and I'm just like, oh no, 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 no. no, no, no. <laughs> you hear academics, right? it's, it's hard. Mm-hmm. But no, yeah. but then then the song picked up, so the rest is history. But that 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 intro was oh yeah, was top top five song for me. Top five song really? for me. I love the I, I love that shit. I love how fucking shirt like 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 fucking shirt blowing in the wind, like shirt open blowing in the wind, like <laughs> like singing, and he's like a vampire at the same time. It's so it's just so funny to me. It's just like uh, you know, <laughs> for sure, Troy. Before before you before you go, bro, uh, I wanted to say. Mm-hmm. I had a moment where, like, uh, when I went back to visit my parents, I was listening to the to that song in my headphones as it was coming on, and I see my cat doing a bunch of little cute things as the beat starts going. I was like, oh, my God, this is the most innocent beat I've ever heard. It's just like, I have a bunch of videos of my cat just doing stupid shit with the little keyboards going do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do, and it's fucking it's so adorable. Mm-hmm. It's such a wholesome-ass beat. But go ahead, T. I was going to say, this song was totally ruined by real reality (laughs) for me. I thought it was really nice. I really liked the song. The beat was really good. I liked the subject matter of like, oh, like buy you a diamond ring. Like, you know, I I like that that shit. But um, right. But then 
Iggy, I don't know, man. He's not showing it with Iggy Azalea, you know. He like, kind of, um, well, it's kind of a fucked it, up it situation feels, over there. It, it feels half-assed from the jump. You know what I mean? He's like, I'll try to get your diamond ring one day or whatever. Like, you know what I mean? It just like seems like uh, it. I feel like this album is like so amoral. You know what I mean? This album has no morals. And and, it's, and it's, this is this is the type of shit an amoral person would say when they're on their last like leg. You know, they're just like, oh, like, oh yeah, I'll, emotionally I'll try to get your diamond ring. Type person. It sounds manipulated yeah, like, sure. in, a, in a good way. Is that sounds? Is that makes sense for you? Manipulated in a good way. <laughs> manipulative. It, in a good it sounds way. entertaining. Like, oh, oh, as in sounds like, entertaining. Yeah. Uh, as in, yeah. yeah I mean, yeah. I don't know. It's entertaining, but like, yeah, I don't know. Okay, I will say, yeah, it is entertaining. I did like the song. Like I said, like I like the sentiment of it. But then, like, I don't know, yeah. man. Like, like <laughs> that's the whole situation. Uh, it's, yeah, it's a little weird, you know. It's like, it's like, I don't think, like, you know, it's like, I don't think it's him. <laughs> what I was trying to get at is, like, at this section of the album, Cardi starts getting incredibly honest with his emotions, I, I feel like. Because with with the exception of a few songs, it's like Punk Monk is brutally honest with the niggas that oh, he's yeah. signing shit and how he feels. Absolutely. And then oh, yeah. on, on that time, which is mid, is still honest with his feelings. You know, King Vamp is like an egotistical thing, places incredible sky well, yeah, is is like jealousy yeah like, it kind of it, it kind of loses the personal he, stuff after punk punk a little bit i think punk punk is the most is the high height of the personal stuff would you say what do you, what do you think no i was i was but what about i love i hate you or die for guy where he's literally talking guys, about yeah. i would die for my brother how is yeah, like, yeah, I mean, it's, he's it's just a general, he general. Well, like, yeah, yeah, that's kind of like a general. Yeah, I feel like a lot of rappers feeling like, you know, Yeah, yeah, I, I died for my boys. He's talking you know? about how much he loves his brother in the beginning, bro. Yeah, I feel, I feel like, I feel like, I definitely, I think sonically too, like the album gets more emotional at this point, right? Like, yeah, for sure. Well, well, yeah, it ends with feel, feels like dying, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, that, that's that's another personal moment. He's talking about his mom. I'm talking about concrete shit, like. Like yeah, his mom let him borrow the car. That's concrete. Or like I could have signed uh, Trippy Red. That's that's what I'm talking about. Personal, not like the the feelings are there. Yeah, more but vulnerable, the, but like the, the info. Not personal are the feelings like if if he. No no no, we're we're not disagreeing. I'm just saying I think uh, Punk Monk to me is the height of like him being like ultra personal. Like like literally, oh, here's okay. my phone. Like look at my messages type shit. You know. My whole thing is just I feel like the reason why I like this one way more than Eternal to take is because it really dives deep into like the spectrum of emotions and it plays well with the transformation into a vampire whole thing even though as much as i like i really don't care for it as a whole i, I don't think right. it was necessary but i think Wait, it that, go- <laughs> you don't think so no i thought that's like the whole album no he's like a rock star vampire i know i'm saying like i like it i have no problem with it i just don't like I, it whether he did no. it or did not i don't care like it could he could have been talking about something else like i probably would have still been feeling it the same just because Mm -hmm. of the production mainly and how he was delivering it was all delivery and production for me like the theme is cool but i don't i'm not listening to it because to 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 think about damn like vampirism like like i just i love vampires now this thing get the vampire vibe like i i it, it didn't feel it felt dark but it definitely, it still felt like, I don't know. I felt like there could have, I felt like, like, I felt like almost some of the leaks felt more like vampire-ish or some of Cardi's old songs when they chopped, when like, or like when producers have like chopped and screwed them, like feel more 
mm-hmm. like vampire like you know what i mean like if you guys have heard those mm-hmm. mixes um of a couple of his tracks but i i don't i so i don't necessarily like feel like the vampire theme is like that strong in it i just think that it's more consistent than like eternal take and it's consistent enough that like it's there you know what i mean but it's like well, it's not the whole focus i feel like i think it's like lyrically lyrically and productive i would say more lyrically it's peppered in you know what i mean and i think it, may, it might get diluted by just how many tracks there are but i think a song like no sleep is a perfect example of like a vampire song literally like he doesn't sleep he's a vampire or like metamorphosis yeah. or king vamp where he's he's talking about how he's changing into a bat and flying around that kind of stuff I think you're right. I think it's the dilution, like you know what I mean, because it's like there's so like that comes into place, but it's like there's like four or five songs Mm -hmm. in between. You know what I mean? Well, you know, and I think the vampirism thing also ties in with the sort of pseudo gang banging that he's doing too. Because what do vampires love? Blood. What's Kyrie? uh, Why do I call him Kyrie? What's Cardi all of a sudden? Blood. Like, and it's a lot of red. You know, a lot of red. Yeah, a lot of blood. A whole lot of blood. Whole lot of blood. I'm with my bloods. I'm with my slimes. Like, you know what I'm saying? But bro, but bro, nah. Okay, I'm a, I'm a die on this hill. I don't give a fuck. Like, <laughs> like 21 Savage, Metro Boomer, right? <laughs> Think about that album. That album was cinematic. You know what I mean? Like, that shit felt like you were, like, in their weird-ass trap. Like, I don't mm-hmm. know. You're like, in their, their storybook. You're That yeah, was narrated by Morgan yeah, Freeman. The, I, that's I, a better horror movie. Yes, I agree. I absolutely agree. I will say, you know what? That... Okay, I Eve, I, I know what you're talking about. Like, I do think that Cardi kind of like, I don't know. I I didn't like the vampire thing either. I I didn't think it was uh I guess convincing or like he conveyed an, enough yeah, at least yeah. for myself. No. Yeah. But, yeah. Mm. You know, like. I don't. But like you know, like the 21 Savage shit with uh Metro Boomin and Morgan Freeman. Like yeah. I believe that was like a gangster. Like storytelling, like shit, you know, like one late night, we've been looking for beef. Yeah, like, yes, yeah, like, yeah, I, I believe yeah, that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I believe that you did that. Right, and that's that's what having multiple producers instead of the one hurt it because, yeah, like and amateur was, producers too. Exactly. No, Wheezy was on it, bro. I don't no, know. No, no, uh, uh, no, but like Gabe with a three. Oh yeah, like uh, there's a shit ton of amateur producers on this thing with that, and I feel like that that makes the album sound consistently not as good because I feel like if it was Pierre and Cardi doing a rock star vampire thing, it would be an A plus. I don't even know, like you know what I mean? It would be Pierre would keep Mm -hmm. it consistent. Pierre would have the transitions. Pierre would have the samples. Yeah, you know, all these people have have a have a general idea of what Cardi wants. You know, oh he's changing into a bat. Oh he's doing this. He's that. But since they're not all on the same page. There's all these different approaches on how he could be a vampire or rock star. And a lot of them sound good on their own or on shuffle, but in sequence, uh, it doesn't build up to anything. So I understand what you're saying uh, that, that, with the 21 Savage album. Exactly. And, you know, mm-hmm. to, to, to tie back in EA, EA, as much as I may not like it as much, I think that what it did shine in was it was very concise. It was it's only, what, 12 songs on its base? Like, Something like that, yeah. It, it's really... Uh, it didn't it knew what it so it was um 16 or 16 plus the two bonus tracks of fusil shuffle and so that's 14 tracks Uh, 18 18 with the bonus tracks yeah yeah well then even then 24 songs 24 songs you know what i mean still six more songs yeah so that's like if uh no, yeah, honestly, like I liked him. Yeah, honestly, it was too long. I gotta say, like, it, 
Like uh, the reason I think um, if he would have made this album a little shorter, cut out the songs that didn't fit. And I think like, like, like um, if we, if he did have really good transitions, like in um, like if, if Bino was out and it was like um, stop breathing, jump out the house, metamorphosis, slayer, yeah, no it, sleep tank. You, you know what I mean? Like get rid of um, man. Yeah. Like, get rid of like new neon, like, you know, at least, you know, like, I just feel like, they didn't really like I guess double like cut measure twice cut once or something you know like yeah. it feels like they missed some shit. When you look at the track list, mm-hmm. because for me it's like, I think after uh, I love I hate you and die for guy like or not even after like right before is when the album quality kind of drops off like not dramatically but it just like ah oh, okay like everything that was all the good shit just happened now it's gonna be like you know whatever. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Over yeah, was right. fun. I love I hate you is like a throwback Pierre beat. Die for guy is extremely fun, but it's too short. Not playing. I don't even fucking remember it. And feel like dying. I do like, but it, it feels extremely out of place. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess yeah, I it's more the kind of influence with Bonnie Bear. Yeah. 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 I was, I was, what I'm trying to ask y'all is, where did you? What section of the album? I know Troy, you don't like the 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 beginning. I like the beginning, and honestly, by the time I get to the end, I'm just like I'm exhausted. Exactly. <laughs> like that's a lot of. Like I just raged to, to twelve songs, and I still have twelve more. Jesus. <laughs> right, right, and I I don't know. I feel like for me, if I had to like redo or change like a a, a section of the album. If I if I don't have the option of taking out Bino and like putting it in another section or getting rid of it as a whole, I'm looking at everything after place, and I'm cutting like three songs. Even if I fuck with them, I feel like you could have mm-hmm. stopped that. I love, I hate you, and have been perfectly fine. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. or yeah, or, or formatted over. a better closer or something. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. over could have been a perfect, a fine closer. Yeah, over well, would have been. Yeah, fine. I mean, it has the word over at the end. I don't know why that wasn't. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, actually, yeah, literally, literally, that makes perfect sense. Yeah. I, I think uh, the strongest portion of the album. Yeah, I think the strongest portion of the album for me is with con- starting with control because after that it goes. Uh, I I don't have the track list in front of me, but I know K- I know King Vamp is over there, Punk Monk is over there, and uh, on that time, those are like four of my favorites, and and in sequence, I love them. You know, the transition mm-hmm. they transition well into each other. I think. Mm-hmm. I don't know, man. I'm not gonna lie. I, for me, like it really started taking off after Metamorphosis because I, I really like Slayer because I like how, like you know that was still, like, pretty fun and with the demon beat too. No sleep. I think that was really good. And you you know from there like I really like it. And then like from there I just got exhausted by the time I got to like uh, I love you, I hate you. Like I'm just like this is way too much Cardi. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. Really, really nice. Since there was only two Pierre beats, uh, I love you, I hate you uh, woke me back up. I would say. You know, because I'm like, oh, shit, it's Pierre. <laughs> this is the whole thing we, we, you said before about, like, transitions and shit. You know, if Pierre would have done this album, like he did Die Lit or like he did Jelly's album, Chavo, anybody's or Chavo, album. Chavo, yeah, yeah. Absolutely, yeah, it would have been way better. It would have been way better, but it's still yeah. really fucking good. That's Why wasn't the he the thing? executive producer? Why wasn't he the executive producer and then just had some other people come and work with him, like like Gabe or whoever he wanted to get? I, think I don't understand. There must have been something going on behind the scenes in terms of like how this album was produced. Because like you can't forget that like this was supposed to come out like four or not four, but like two or three times before. Um, yeah, it kept getting deleted. Yeah, it kept, it kept getting, deleting it because it kept leaking. 
And then there was that Mario Judah pressure all of a sudden, you know what I mean? Like, you can't forget about, like, the GOAT, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Uh, <laughs> the GOAT <laughs> Mario Judah. <laughs> can't forget about the GOAT. Quickest one-hit wonder we've seen so far. Um, Man, and now he got cheated on, he's crying about it on Instagram. Bro, I'm waiting for him to drop music. Like, he was talking shit about Cardi this whole time, but I'm like, bro, okay, your turn, bro. Drop music. Like, Yeah, drop music that's anywhere near as good as uh, any, as, as near as good as middle of the summer. Like, even oh, like, out oh, Mario, drop music. <laughs> you know, like, Man, nah, that shit was funny. Mario Judah just like, <laughs> just like, like, if you don't play, if you don't drop all that red, I am. <laughs> it's like, all right, dude. <laughs> right. Yeah. Like, I mean, so I think, I think this kind of all, you know, indicates that there was some, there was probably some sort of like, uh, you know, trouble with the, structuring of or like the planning of the the creation of this album because yeah definitely Mm -hmm. feel it in like how it's presented like you know i I think i think we all like really fuck with it you know what i mean but it's like like those little things matter you know what i mean those little things take like this from being like a concept album to like something that you know we'll we'll I mean, we'll keep listening to it, but yeah. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I know exactly what you're saying. If it, it's not a concept album, it wants to be, but you know, it, um, it, mm-hmm. it's vampire themed, but it's not vampire storied. You know, mm-hmm. for sure. Yeah, yeah. That's it. There's no. Uh... <laughs> no, I'm not even gonna say it. Yeah, it could have been if you cut some of the stuff out. Like Metamorphosis would be a, a great story moment, or King oh, of yeah. Vamp would be a great story moment. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. Type of shit with some with some transitions and vocal samples thrown in there, some bats, you know what I mean, some something something like that. Yeah, yeah. a little and, bit more like overall, just like packaging, like and just like you know, um, just like a little bit more love. Like it just feels like you know, it feels like it feels like it it got like it feels like he put it he put a lot of work in, but like it doesn't. I don't know if it feels like he it feels like he rushed it when he put it out. You know well, I mean? you gotta think of it from the album, all of the leaks. If you if you tally up all of the leaks, you have either this 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 exact amount of songs or enough to make like a like the album and like eight songs on top of it with, with like bonus tracks or some shit. So mm-hmm. like you gotta look at it from pretty much everything was getting leaked for two years. Yes. We probably have heard a whole lot of red in its first album cycle, like what it truly was, and then him having to record it when it was time to do something, and it was already getting a little too like cutting it close. Yep. So this was it, and even so, it still ended up pretty good. And you know, this is what I'm gonna ask y'all: what are you, what what are your final thoughts after like a month almost since getting it? Um, okay, so, you know, first reaction, you know, I, I kind of agree with everyone. I was confused. I, I really didn't understand this album at all, you know, but mm-hmm. after listening to it for about a month, uh, yeah, I really started, I really started liking it, you know, uh, I thought all the, like, the production, it's just solid in almost every song. Um, right. there's, there's not, like, one song where I, like, you could, I wasn't, like, nodding my head to, or, like, I wasn't, like, hyped to listen to, but, uh, yep. I mean, lyrically, though, I wish it was a little better. You know, I wish it conveyed more vampire themes or something or like, you, you know, or maybe even did like some of the, what the eternal would take and just go straight to party, like party music or some shit. But but whatever, you know. Um, but yeah, I, I thought it was solid. And if I had to give it a grade, it would probably be, I think, like a B plus. 
right now for me. All right, cool. That's fair. Yeah, you used, you used to say it was a C, so I'm glad that we're uh, on, this, on the same page, pretty much. Because no, I think okay. it's a B plus as well. For sure. Mm-hmm. I mean, for me, it's like, it's probably my most listened to album, 100%. Um, some of my feelings have become less extreme, while others have become more. And I do love that every week that I listen to it again, I find a new favorite. Or I find a new mm-hmm. thing that I love about it, or you know, whatever. It, it just has enough depth to it. But what I will say is, in in hindsight, it didn't really work out as well as it should or could have because of the hodgepodge of fucking producers, mainly. Yep. And I just feel like, in comparison to the first mixtape or the or die lit where it was like the first mixtape was like 80 to 75, 75% to 80% Pierre with just a few different guys. And yeah. Die Lit was like 90% Pierre and it all worked right in, right into the, uh, even even the songs that wasn't Pierre. Pierre, like, I don't know if he's, I don't remember who the executive producer is. Whoever did it, whoever laid everything out, did it perfectly so it was seamless. You know what I mean? This mm-hmm. one is like, it's just, it, it transitions well enough, but it's choppy in a way. And yeah. it's just like, thankfully this was a Cardi album because I don't know if Lil Uzi could have pu- pulled it off with this this shitty fucking, not shitty, but like this just wild, just outpour of just random producer, just like, just like getting the name thrown out into like, right in our faces and shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But yeah, it's it's weird. It's it's weird because I feel like uh, Pierre's uh, Pierre's not on the album as much, and I guess Cardi doesn't need him, but he needs his sound. You know what I mean? That sound that they crafted together, the same right. sound on it, it's seen on Over. Over sounds like Long Time. You know what I mean? Right. And there's a whole bunch of other songs that sound like Pierre beats on here. It's not even like you know if he went in a whole different direction. Like Metamorphosis doesn't really sound like Pierre too much to me, but there's some songs on here that sound like Pierre knockoffs. I would say like Bino. For sure. Well, I can't say well Metamorphosis is I mean Pierre just did Bad Boy. Well, it was two years ago apparently, but they did Bad Boy, and I feel like Bad Boy could have gone perfectly with Metamorphosis with that riff in the background. But yeah, that's I, true. I don't know. Um, like I said, Cardi does a well enough job. I just feel like if I had to give it a grade, it's either I'm going to say the first album is an A plus for me. Dialet is an A. This one is either a B plus or an A minus. 100%. Mm-hmm. Like, I can't make up my mind on it because the things that I love outweigh everything else so much more. And there's so much more on top of that that I love than things that I find mid or things that I dislike. Mm-hmm. But um, I think over time, uh, you know, like like all of us here, my feelings will either go higher or lower. Who, who knows? But I don't know. Yeah, I... Yeah, I'll, I'll go, I guess. Um, I know that I was the one, I guess, who wrote the official review or whatever at the end of it. And I, I gave it an A- minus because, you know, originally, again, I liked all the vampire stuff. I liked, you know, the, be- the beats are amazing. It gave me pretty much everything I wanted from a Cardi album, for the most part, I would say. Mm-hmm. And it was, rough, it was rough around the edges, which I liked. It's punk and kind of rock star, which I like. But the thing about it is, in order for it to be an A+, it's not that it needs Pierre. It's just like, you know, execution is important. You know, uh, the ideas that he had to have a kind of rock star punk uh, kind of vampire album, 
like it does succeed in certain parts i don't need it to be a story i don't need it to be oh and then cardi bit somebody's neck i don't need it to be anything like that it just um it just felt a little bit sonically inconsistent and inconsistent with those themes and then going on top of that there's a few songs i don't like but to go into what i like you know i love the fact that there are songs where he literally sounds like he has vampirism there's songs on like 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 jump out the house he's like going so crazy with his voice and it just sounds like something's wrong with him and i don't know if it's the drugs or the or him being bit, bit you know uh <laughs> by a vampire it's like it, it that's what the, like stop breathing and jump out the house or and metamorphosis are my three perfect examples of like what this album should be and you know the, the rest of it should have followed that blueprint i think mm-hmm. um and i would say you know i don't think there's anything on this album that i wouldn't play in front of somebody even bino or not playing uh they're still fine i don't hate them so i i think i still give it a b plus because um it it deserves it it, deserve, it deserves recognition for what it is. I think it's really really good. Um, I think the beat work is 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 pretty good. It's not consistent, but I like all the beats a lot, and some of them I love. Um, but it has a few blemishes that it has a few blemishes that make it kind of punk and kind of cool. But it has a few blemishes that make it bad, like Kanye, and um, yeah, I'll just you know. Actually, I don't like Bino. So yes, Bino would be a bad blemish. It's like almost like a pimple on the album. But anyway, yeah, I would give it a B plus. What about you? Uh, I agree with a lot of what you guys have said. Um, I think for me, like, I think there's a lot of cool, like Cardi explores a lot of cool ideas on this. I think he sonically explores a lot of cool ideas and he like touches on some, you know, cool like thematic ideas. Um, I think... I think the highlights are really, I kind of agree with like what Fantano said in terms of like the highlights are really high, but then like the lows are just like really kind of like frustrating. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. I love, um, you know, Metamorphosis. Like we all love that song. Um, but, you know, we all kind of agree, like no one really cares for Bino. You know what I mean? Um, mm-hmm. So it's like, I definitely feel like it's an album of extremes. Um, it definitely taught me like, to better like it, it definitely helped me like with listening to albums for sure because like I my opinion changed on this like I thought it was mid at first but yeah. I don't I don't think it's mid just because like it's not perfect I just think like it just you know again I have a more nuanced opinion on it now so you know I think it was I think I, think I like this album a lot I think you know as like hopefully as like changes in it feels more appropriate to listen to it. I'll be, I'll definitely be listening to it more. Um, but mm-hmm. it's like, it's just kind of like not in my rotation right now. You know what I mean? Um, what would you give it as a grade? Uh, as a grade, I give it, I give it a strong B. Like, I wouldn't necessarily give it a B plus because like, I gave the Conway album like a B plus. You know what I mean? Like that, I felt like was closer to like. You know, I, I for me, like to get into my standards of albums, like I really like like projects that feel complete. You know what I mean? Like, um mm-hmm. and so I guess like that was that's like my main criticism of it. A B plus or an A minus to me is fair. I could alternate between those two any day. It's just it's not as strong as Die Lit, and it for damn sure don't hold the candle to the mixtape. That's that's pretty much it. Let's see. Y'all got anything else to say? I mean, I think we good. Yes. Hey, shout out to all the producers. 
who remix Cardi tracks on YouTube, y'all make some fire. Um, <laughs> shout, out, shout out to the leakers that fuck things up for us, but we, I still got to hear. Uh, I still got to hear fucking no lie, which is like yeah. Yeah, but I guess they didn't fuck things up because you can hear all the songs on YouTube uh, just as they are, and then now you get a whole new album and shit. So, you know what I mean? Now we get 100 Cardi songs instead of 20. Yep. So, and one last thing, R.I.P. Fredo, R.I.P. ASAP Yams. I I fucking miss both of y'all, man. Fucking, the the reason why I'm into this shit, why, why I love podcasting, why I love doing this with the guys now, is because them niggas were, were well, ASAP Yams in particular, yeah, was was the the face of the upcoming wave of all that shit. And Fredo was like, even though he was a street nigga, he was a businessman. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And he put on a lot of niggas. That's the reason why Cardi loved him. It's the reason why obviously he's Chief Keef's cousin, but he was close with him. Even Yams was tight with him. You know what I'm saying? Everybody that came across him, they somehow ended up entangled in the right way with them. And mm-hmm. now that they both gone, you know, it's been two years with, with Fredo, or three rather with Fredo and six with, with Yams, you know, the game owes them a chunk of, of, of what we got. And I just want to give them both their recognition and rest in peace to both of y'all for real. So that was the first episode of the anti-podcast. Uh, I'm so happy with how it went. I'm so glad that we got this dynamic together, this group together to record this thing and talk about one of my favorite albums of last year, Playboy Cardi's Whole Lot of Red. And um, I just wanted to thank, you know, everybody who listened to this podcast, everybody who likes all of our pictures and videos and such. Um, And I wanted to thank, you know, some of our biggest early supporters like Turntable Thoughts and CT Versus who helped us get that Them Airs um, interview kind of and album review out there. I want to thank Jelly. Um, I want to thank Chavo and Chavo's management, hopefully trying to get another Chavo interview out. Um, Cherry Glazer as well for promoting that single the other day hoping to get a cherry glazer interview for you guys in the near future um you know as ryan said r.i.p asap ams r.i.p fredo santana r.i.p pop smoke r.i.p kobe bryant r.i.p you know alex trebek r.i.p everybody who who passed away last year um it was a rough year you know what i mean um it's been a rough couple of years for a lot of people but music like this is is what keeps me going and what keeps a lot of people going so you know with that being said cheers